Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, and Brother Marshall is here, and you all here, and Jesus is here waiting for us to all come together. Amen? How wonderful that is. You know, the Lord um, blesses us every day. Sometimes we are too preoccupied to notice his blessings and his gifts of love. But I want to encourage you to slow yourself down just a tad so that when the nice little thing that God did to encourage you through your day comes by, you don't miss it. Amen? Amen. God is very generous in his gifts of encouragement to his children and his people, and we want to thank him for his graciousness to all of us. Amen? And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet Church, Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time it happens to be where you are on the globe. We are an international church, and we are in over 100 countries outside of the territorial United States of America. So we welcome you all in the name of the Lord, and we thank the Lord for you and for your prayers and for your support and for your continued fellowship with us as we continue to seek the Lord Uh, so that his will will be done on the earth and that we will have a part in what the Lord is doing in the earth. Amen? Some people are content to just show up to church, hear a sermon, and go home, and that's it. But we are a part of what God is doing in the end times in the earth. Amen? We actually have our hands to the plow. And we're doing the will of God. So we want to thank the Lord for every opportunity to serve him, to honor him, and to do his will. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what we're here for. We're here to serve the Lord. We're here to do his will. We're here to be a part of what he's doing in the end times, in the earth. And... We are here to grow as the body of Christ, to be developed as a saint, to grow into greater levels of faith and obedience and commitment and devotion to the Lord. So I want to thank everyone for being committed to the ministry. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Also, I have an announcement. We are still um, doing baptism. We know that school has just started for the younger saints, and we're still doing baptism. And if you would like to participate, 
by all means, contact Brother Bill in the MIC chat when we're live on the air or email me at gproom at outlook.com. That's gproom at outlook.com. Also, we request, and this changed with COVID, it, it became a necessity to do it this way. If you'd like to visit the church from out of town, we ask that you write me at gproom at outlook.com well before your desired uh, planned visit and contact me and I will respond to you. Amen? Praise the Lord. And also, when uh, when you come, uh, there is a discount that you can receive at the hotel because you are visiting us. And I would encourage you to contact the hotel directly concerning that matter. Now, the next announcement has to do with our upcoming fast. Our upcoming fast begins on August 24th. It begins on August 24th, and it runs all the way through the end of the month, all the way through to through October, I'm sorry, August 31st. Amen. It begins on August 24th, and it runs all the way through August 30th. There will be more details forthcoming, I'm sure you know. And I'm looking forward to what the Lord will do in us and with us. Amen, amen, amen. You know, God uses these fasts to advance his kingdom as well as to bless us, you know. So keep that in mind and know that you are a vital part of the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for all of our our students, persons that are in academic or technical training and learning at this time. And many of them have just returned or are presently returning to their school for safety. We ask you, Lord, for protection. We ask you for peace of mind for them. We ask you, Lord, to help them to believe you for better grades and more understanding and more knowledge, that they will be exposed to the things that you want them exposed to, that they will give their attention, and that they will develop more discipline. In the secondary schools, we pray, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the inroads that the enemy has made into the school system. We take authority, dominion, and power over the work of witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits of perversion and ungodly sexuality and transgenderism and homosexuality and all such perversions and abominations in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind them in Jesus' holy name. 
our holy students have a right to maintain the gender that you bless them with, Father. They have rights too. It's their right to maintain their gender, the one you gave them. And they should not feel pressured by anyone or anything to do anything to the contrary in Jesus' name. We bind the pressure. We bind the pressure that's being applied to the students' lives, Lord. Long before they are ready for such or even have an understanding of such, we bind the undue exposure, overly sexual materials in Jesus' holy name. We bind the wickedness in the schools, in the teachers, in the administrators, in those who work in the schools. In Jesus' name, we bind all of their witchcraft tactics in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for unveiling and uncovering and revealing them to be what they really are. We bind all the witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and pagans that are students in Jesus' name. We bind their wicked works. We cage them and their works in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to attack our students in Jesus' holy name. We raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that school will become a place of learning the things that you are teaching, not perversion not lies, not deceit, not deceptions of every kind, not wicked ways. We ask you, Lord, to weed out those administrators and those teachers and other employees that are wickedly inclined in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you protect in Jesus' name. Teach them how to learn. Teach them how to learn, Father. Give them wisdom in learning, in Jesus' name. And we ask you to bless them. We submerge them under the blood of Jesus Christ. We submerge them under the blood of Jesus Christ. We especially ask for your protection in extracurricular activities. Isha mama mama maruho re re dia sandra brike de di dio rada da barosa de re brike de di dio sola re dia sike de shetera broka erresala re dio sundra brike de sala le dio sata isha da brike de di dio soto we declare that they are above only and not beneath they are the head and not the tail we thank you for the blessing that they will receive through obedience father that they will obey your word and that they will obey their parents or guardians in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. 
we give you honor for what you're doing in their lives. In Jesus' holy name, we pray, Father, that they will remember their spiritual warfare. And when the situation comes up, that they will move into action as you have taught them to do. You've taught them to bind. You've taught them to loose the word of God. You've taught them to cover themselves with the blood of Jesus. You've taught them to raise the shield of faith. And many other things you've taught them, Lord, so that they won't just act like this is something to listen to because they have to listen to it. No, it's to be put into action. Faith is to be applied. And we thank you for reminding them of this, Lord that they don't get all caught up in what is going on around them so that they don't do what a Christian ought to do. In Jesus' holy name, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father. In Jesus' name, we ask, Lord, that you direct their steps, those that need to see the guidance counselor this year so that their career planning may begin. We thank you for directing that situation, Father, in Jesus' name. For those that are seniors, we ask, Father, that you begin to direct their steps into the paths that you have uh, chosen for them, for their chosen career, Father, in Jesus' name. And for those that have not sought your face, have not fasted, have not prayed to seek you for what you are calling them to be, for the profession that you have for them, Father, we ask that you encourage them to do so. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, for directing them into the field of endeavor that you have for each of them in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. <clears throat> we thank you that you are our shepherd and we shall not want, for you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast down all imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. We thank you for healthy students this year, Lord. In Jesus' name, healthy students in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. And we come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy, wormholes, stargates. We close you all in Jesus' holy name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities 
powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism and mind control by the occult, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, and binding directed energy microwave weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid you to attack our people in the name of Jesus. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, all seducing, womanizing, drones, smart dust, whoredom spirits, and all of their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, Havana syndrome, brain changes, all injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all whoredom spirits and all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer, and their attacks. We bind their attacks and we return them to the senders in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies and their attacks, the work of every druid, all brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, Havana syndrome. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind you all. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and their components. Amen. Everything coming off the satellite, cell towers, and out of our devices, in the name of Jesus Christ. We close those portals, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, when our students are at school, and they, they're using a computer that's not necessarily theirs, we take authority, dominion, and power over those computers and those devices, in the name of Jesus Christ. We close and seal all the portals, in those devices, in Jesus' name, we close every portal, every wormhole, every stargate, every opening to the demonic realm in those devices that they will use for educational purposes, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We bind. Every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, 
Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean, Latin American, Islander, Rukositerebre, Asian, Rakahasiterebrusa, Ruko, New Zealand, Arregusoturo, Australian, Arrikisate, Rolarario Sundarebri, Kidiriolarario Sundarebri Shata, Ruka, Antarctic, Arctic, Arrecitera, Rukohora, Tribal groups, Native groups, Indigenous groups, groups that we still don't know about. We thank you, Father. We bind all the witchcraft, all the voodoo, all the black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind the work of the witch doctors and their accomplices. All the witch doctors and their accomplices, we bind their works and we return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind the Obita man and all his wickedness in Jesus' name. Lord, when the saints must, must go visit the beauty salon, we take authority, dominion, and power over the witchcraft that is there, all those pagan gods and idols that those persons have brought from wherever their native land was. Even the Philippines, Sri Lanka, and other places on the globe, and transported their idolatry to this nation. We bind those idols in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their powers. We bind those food sacrifices. We bind those burnings in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid any of those spirits to transfer to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the homage that they pay to their idols in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind all impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits and spirits of infirmity supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, 
and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you. We give you praise. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, and sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, no coven or group or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up to you persons that claim to be Christians, but they release curses on other Christians. <laughs> Runga de Rabrushate, Isha Mamamamamaguta, Recita Rabri, Rukose de Rabrasha Catanamanasate, Rogoho, Rede de Abarisa Tarabrike de Dioso Ladia, Runga de Gibrisha Ladioso Tarabrike de Deroraca, Rede de Abrisha de Rebrisha de Rabancusata. We also lift up to you, Lord, persons of other faiths, so they call it, or other religions, that release curses against the body of Christ, against True Christians in Jesus' name. We forgive all such that should be forgiven, and we bind their witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind their curses in the name of Jesus Christ. We return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus according to the covenant. For you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We thank you, Father. For the return in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Rusa, that vengeance is yours. You will repay. We thank you for the repayment plan, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all evil suspicions, all evil surmisings, and false accusations in the name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We tear down all accusations, all false accusations, referring to us and other righteous ministries as false ministries. 
We place those persons in your hand, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we request from the righteous judge his adjudications concerning such in Jesus' name. We bind all such attacks in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over attacks, especially verbal attacks coming from family members against Christians and the body of Christ and your true church, Father, in Jesus' name. We place those persons in your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the words spoken by family members that are actually curses. Due to their unbelief, their rebellion, and their sin state, in Jesus' name, we bind those words and we bring them down underneath the feet of Jesus Christ. We forbid any spirit to pick them up and attempt to manifest them in the name of Jesus Christ. To you, Lord, holy Christian marriages. We bind the in Jesus' holy name, hallelujah. We thank you for it. Hallelujah. We lift up to you, Father, the holy Christian marriages that are in this ministry.
Lord, we take authority, dominion, and power over those, those entities that meddle in other people's affairs. They think that they are the righteous judge. And they have the right to critique somebody else's Christian marriage, where both members of the marriage are bona fide Christians. They think they have a right to pass judgment. We bind their interference. We bind their attack. We bind their judgment. We thank the righteous judge for all of his adjudications in such matters. In Jesus' name. Lord, help them to mind their own business. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, amen, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride. We bind the king of pride. And all of his underlings, we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, Root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combated jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Moloch, Basilek, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness and send them into the spiritual cage. In Jesus' name, we undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promote prompters, codes, triggers, charms, 
tumors, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite, and we bind all of their powers in Jesus' name and those with the associated organizations as well. We bind their rituals, all of their rituals, each of their rituals, and what it entails in the name of Jesus Christ. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the works of er- work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all, and we loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief and whom we uh, love, serve, and obey. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those Christians, Father, that are being persecuted, that are being persecuted, that are being attacked, that are being raided, that are being harassed, that are being spied on. That are in prison. That are being tormented. That are being waterboarded. Or otherwise ill-treated in an imprisonment environment. Oh, Especially those that are being tormented stand in Jesus Christ. Release your warring angels, Father. Release your warring angels. Release your warring angels. 
We lift up to you the Christians that were left behind in Afghanistan. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of them, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power, Father, over any place where a Christian is being waterboarded in the name of Jesus. Being starved to death Being treated with cruelty Being made homeless as a form of persecution they are being poisoned. That are being mutilated. Father, wake up the sleeping giant. Wake up the sleeping giant. Wake up the sleeping giant. We disconnect ourselves, brother, from every demon that comes across the web pages on the computer. And every spirit and every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, we bind it now in the name of Jesus Christ. And all ungodly thoughts, in Jesus' holy name, we cover ourselves and our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you that you've given your angels charge over us, Father, in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority, dominion, and power over everything that happens in the night while we are asleep, while we are resting, even in the day. We bind the work of the wicked one in the name of Jesus Christ, and we turn his evil back on his own head. We turn his wickedness back on his own head in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of protection that surrounds us, with your glory in the midst, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your warring, linking angels that surround us, your praising angels above us, and your ministering spirits, Father. But most of all, we thank you for your very presence within us, in Jesus' name. Amen. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, all curses, all witchcraft. We particularly take authority, dominion, and power over any curses released by a parent. 
Runga de Abrisha, la Diosa, that Abrika de Dia. Runga de Abrisha, la Diosa, that Abrisha, that Abrika de Diosa. Runda, Abrika de Diosa, that Abrika de Diosa, la Diosa, Abrikiasa. Riki de Abrisha, that Abrika de Diosa, that Abrisha, that Abro. Yergusa, Besha, that Rukusa, the Libricha, that Abriki. Runga de Abrisha, la Diosa, la Diosa, that Abrika de Dia. Runga de Abrisha, la Diosa, that Abriki. Lord, we place that situation in your hands in Jesus' name. Ababa. All curses released by a parent in Jesus' name. Or close family relatives. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We cut, burn, and destroy all silver cords and ley lines, ungodly, and sever our from ourselves, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues. And all other forms of agreement and contact with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection, all protections around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, soothsayers, and such, and all liars in Jesus' name. And we break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, spell, psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, bewitchments, jinxes, psychic power, psychic warfare, Torment, pain, sickness, destruction, voodoo, magic, sorcery, hoodoo, crystals, root works, uh, incense and candle burnings, tribal rituals, and sin. And we thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. We break ungodly yokes in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, that the Lord Jesus became a curse for us, that we might be blessed. We give you praise, and we thank you for releasing the blessing of the Lord upon the saints of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Let me get myself a little together here. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, that was interesting. Amen. Amen. That was quite interesting. Now, saints, I know that uh, family members that do not believe like you believe usually have too much to say about what you believe. They've got way too much mouth. And you're going to have to bind up some mouth in the name of Jesus, and you're going to have to do it every day. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. They've got way too much mouth concerning you. And they speak and release curses over you all the time because they think they have a right to say things that they do not have a right to say. Praise the Lord. Forgive them 
but do the warfare. Forgive them, but do the warfare. Amen? Praise God. Amen. You know, when you have um, ungodly and you have uh, persons that are uh, not saved or not matured in Christ, they think they have rights that they do not have. Think they have a right to say things and speak into your life uh, things that God didn't give them permission to say. Amen? Amen. Things God did not give them the right to say. He issued no such permission, and therefore they have no grounds on which to stand with that. So what do you do? You forgive. You pray for them, and you do the warfare. Amen? Amen. Because they think they can do that. When you do what's right, God will move. So let's see, what have I not said? For those of you that want to listen to us live while we're recording, you will need to listen through your cell phone or your telephone or your regular house phone, whichever phone you're going to use. Now, if you're going to use a cell phone, you can also go to the website, go to your browser, and uh, go to the website, MiracleInternetChurch.com, and go to the uh, MIC. First of all, you have the three white lines across the black background. That's your link to open up all the other links. Amen? And once you do that, you can go to the MIC radio chat and uh, follow the procedure for signing in. Go to guest, type your name in, then go in and say hi to everybody, and everybody will say hi to you. And if you're on a computer, you can uh, listen through your phone if you're doing this while we're live, and you can go into the chat room on your computer or uh, or your um, tablet. That's what I'm trying to say. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's how we do that. And Brother Bill was nice enough to put that in the chat room because I'm falling, I'm stumbling all over it because <laughs> I'm trying to get to something else. Amen. Praise the Lord. So our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 30. Psalm 30. And our verse for meditation comes from the Gospel of Luke. Amen. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And our featured ebook is Delivered from Curses. Delivered from Curses. And the link is presently in the chat room. Our guest call in number is area code 319 527 6235 and press 1. That's 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, bind up the drama in Jesus' name. Amen. 
praise God. Amen. So tonight, we're going to talk about prayer of faith. Prayer of faith. For those who have decided to seek the Lord for your healing, we have encouragement for you. Encouragement for you. Many are relying on the medical community and man's knowledge entirely, even those who have full access to our covenant with Jesus Christ. Now, I want to make a little statement right here. I want to make a statement. Now, in countries where uh, medical, modern medicine is not as readily available as it is in some other countries, you'll find that those saints have a higher degree of faith than in the modern, so-called modern countries. Why? Because they don't have health insurance. They don't have another avenue. They can't go to any doctor they want to just about anywhere. They can't do it that way. They're either going to believe God or they're going to perish. So you find that those kinds of persons have a stronger faith because they don't have all these other millions of alternatives that are available elsewhere. Amen? They have to go straight to the throne of God to get what they need from the Lord. They can't just run down the road somewhere and get a pill and be done. Amen? So because in the modern country, so to speak, we have more access to that, we tend the minute we have a headache to take some little pill instead of standing there doing the warfare and fighting through. Amen? So I just wanted to say that so that you understand that sometimes all of our convenience hinders our growth in faith. That's the truth. I can remember a time when a certain individual that I'm thinking of right now, when they needed directions to get someplace, they would ask the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit would take them there every time. But once they got one of those phones that had sort of like um, Siri or Alexa kind of thing, where they talk into the phone and it tells them what to do and so on and so forth, they stopped talking to the Holy Spirit about where to go and what to do. Sometimes our conveniences make us less dependent on the Lord. Amen. It's the truth. So those who want to develop strong faith, you need to consider that sometime. Amen? Amen. So, as I was saying, many are relying on the medical community and man's knowledge entirely, even those 
who have full access to our covenant with Jesus Christ. In Isaiah, Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, we find the following. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. His stripes, we are healed. Jesus Christ was wounded to make the atonement for our transgression. Every time we violated God's law, he received bruises in his body for our gross injustices, our wickedness, our crimes against God, and sin which make us unfit to come into God's presence. He was flogged with a whip of nine tails that had these um, curved uh, hooks at the end because the hooks would grab hold to the flesh and rip it from the skeletal. That's what happened. He was flogged with a whip of nine tails, which were knotted thongs designed to lacerate the skin, rip the flesh from the body, and cause intense and severe pain. These are the stripes we're talking about. The physical punishment that Jesus endured opened the way for our peace. He was flogged severely, beaten, mocked, cursed, nailed to a cross, and hung there to die in the dry heat that we may be healed. Surely, after enduring such suffering, we cannot deny that God wants his people healed. God wants his people to be healed. Amen. Each person who is seeking to be healed of God must have this confidence and hope deep within their heart. Each person who is seeking to be healed of God must have this confidence and hope deep within their heart. There must not be any doubt or unbelief in the heart on this matter. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, 
It is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe. It didn't say maybe believe. It said must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? To receive your healing, you must rid yourself of every preconceived idea. To receive your healing, you must rid yourself every preconceived idea. Naaman had preconceived ideas. In Second Kings chapter 5, beginning with verse 1, Second Kings chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Amen? Second Kings, Old Testament, chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, so he was over the Syrian army, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor. He had clout. He was respected. He was looked up to. He was revered. But he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, now we keep talking to you about testifying, sharing your testimony wherever you go. Well, this one opened her mouth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Or this miracle would not have taken place. She said unto her mistress, would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. So we know she had faith. She was not ashamed of the gospel that she had to share. She wasn't worried about what Naaman's wife might think of her or what Naaman might think of her. Or think about what she was saying. She just shared the truth from her heart and from her experiences. And it opened the way for this tremendous miracle to take place. 
Amen. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. So somebody ran to tell it. Amen. They heard it and said, guess what? And the king of Syria said, go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and 6,000 pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. Okay, so the man was not broke. He was quite prosperous. Amen. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now, when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God? To kill and to make alive That this man doth send unto me To recover a man of his leprosy Wherefore consider I pray you And see how he seeketh a quarrel against me And it was so When Elisha The man of God had heard That the king of Israel Had rent his clothes That he sent to the king saying Wherefore Hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times. And thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I saw. Behold, I saw. You see, if you're going to receive a miracle from God, If you're going to receive your healing, you may not come full of preconceived notions. You can't have preconceived ideas. You can't have decided in advance how you think it ought to go. You're not God. It's important to understand that God is God and we are not God. It's extremely important. But you see, Naaman had these ideas in his head. Now, the scriptures don't tell us where he got this bright idea from, but he had it, and it almost cost him the miracle. Behold, I thought, he will surely come out to me and stand, And call on the name of the Lord his God And strike his hand over the place And recover the leper So you see Naaman had it all thought out How this was supposed to go step for step That was his idea Not God's idea 
Are not Abana and Farfar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? See, he thought that the rivers of Damascus were so wonderful, and he looked down on the waters of Israel. He was a bit of a snot and a snob. He had high-minded opinions. And he was full of pride, as you'll see. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. You see, saints, fools act this way. That's how they behave when things don't roll their way. When they have an idea in their mind and they just know this, they know that, and they know the other, and it ought to be this way. That's how they behave. Believing themselves to be wise, they become fools. If you want to be healed by God, you can't act like names. Amen? And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then, when he saith to thee, wash and be clean? Praise the Lord for his servant. Then he went down. When he went down, he had to humble himself. Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, like he was told to do. See, obedience counts. When it comes to being healed, obedience is critical, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. But he almost missed it. And he returned to the man of God he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Amen? So Naaman had decided in himself that God's prophet would come before him as he was a great man strike his hand over the place, and then he would recover. Amen? But it is obvious that God was not playing Naaman's game. Remember that we established in the last sermon that God calls the shot, not us. God was interested in, and far more than Naaman's leprosy. Amen? God was interested far more than Naaman's leprosy. God was interested in the pride that lived in Naaman's heart. Amen? God was interested in, because the Bible says God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. So Naaman's pride was a roadblock to Naaman being healed. And thus, 
God had given the instructions to Elisha that he wanted Naaman to follow. Didn't have anything to do with what Naaman thought ought to be done. It's what God said ought to be done. Amen? Praise the Lord. God was also determined that Naaman would come to understand that the God of the Israelites is the true and living God. You see, we come to God with our problems, but God has plans that are beyond our problems. He comes to deal with us and sometimes with other people as well. Amen. God is great. Many saints do not understand that the Lord seeth not as man seeth. God doesn't look at things the way we do. And so sometimes we don't understand why things are going the way they're going. But we need to seek the Lord that we might come into agreement with his perspective, even though we don't know what it is. Amen? We need to align ourselves with God's point of view. Praise God. Amen. We can do that through prayer. You see, man looks on the outward or the physical appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. The Lord looks on the heart. The condition of our heart for God is of great significance in our healing. You see, Naaman's heart wasn't right, and God had to work with him to get him to deal with his own heart. And many of us are that way. Some of us are so hard-headed and so stubborn so wrapped in our own traditions and our own customs that as God reaches out, we don't bother to reach back to him. Why? Because we're in our own self-sufficiency instead of receiving the sufficiency that God has for us. You know there are Christians who refuse to go to a doctor. They refuse. Well, you see, If God has decided that he wants to use the medical community, you're not going to change his mind. And conversely, if God has decided that he's not going to use the medical community or that he's only going to use them in a limited way, you're not going to change his mind. This is going to work his way or no way. Amen. So, Lord, it's the truth. And we need to humble ourselves and allow God to work this through our lives his way. His way, not our way. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. Not from our own opinion. 
You know, there are people that have what we call in the medical community white coat syndrome. What does that mean? That means they are fearful of doctors, nurses, and such, hospitals, that kind of thing. They have a fear. Well, if you think God's going to let you sit there and keep that fear, you are sadly mistaken. He's coming for it. So you may as well get ready to get rid of it because he's not going to allow that to stand. Amen? All throughout the Bible, we've talked about this over and over again. The Bible says, fear not. God says, fear not, for I'm with you. So if you think you're going to get to hold on and keep and harbor fear, I have news for you. Not so in this kingdom. Amen? Amen. It's God's point of view. It's his point of view. His perspective that counts. If you're one of these people that you're afraid to speak up, they tell you take this, 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 and this, and you know down in your spirit, man, that's not for you, and you won't open your mouth, God's going to keep putting you in circumstances where you have to open your mouth. Amen. It's the truth. We must be true to God and to his word. And I could go on and on and on about places where people don't want to do this or they want to do it some other way or they want to do it this way and God's saying no. They want to hold the steering wheel and God's saying absolutely not. And they have to learn that God is in control of this. They have to learn it. All the old wives' tales. You know what old wives' tales are. And all the home remedies. And all the educational teaching. And all that you did the last time this occurred. And all the sermons and all the occult teachings and every single instruction which contradicts God's word concerning healing, must be forsaken. You can't present to God with all this other stuff. You have to show up before his throne as you are, not depending or leaning on anything else. You have to have his word. He honors his word. You got to set all that other stuff aside. Well, my cousin said when it, when he got this, that what he did was blah, blah, mm-mm, that will not work. You have to go to God and put everything else to the side and come to him. Amen. Nothing must be allowed to compete with God's holy word, nothing must be allowed to compete with God's holy word. Each saint must be able to offer to our God the prayer of faith 
which is based upon his promise to you. Each saint must be able to offer to our God the prayer of faith, which is based upon his promise to you. Amen? James chapter 5, verse 15. James chapter 5, verse 15. James chapter 5, verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. It doesn't say the doctors, the nurses, and so and the anesthesiologists, and so on and so forth. It says, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Amen? The Lord. This prayer of faith is not a religious prayer. It's not. Blind Bartimaeus and the Syrophoenician woman did not offer long prayers. They cut to the chase. They got right to the point. In their desperation, they simply cried out, Jesus, thou son of God, have mercy on me, came from the heart. It came from within. The words themselves, is not impact is not the impactful part. Rather, it was their cry of faith. It was the cry of faith that came from within them. The Bible says the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It's what came up out of the heart to the Lord that made the difference. When they cried out to Jesus, they were expecting to receive their healing. They weren't doing it just to see if something might happen. That wasn't where they were. When they cried out to Jesus, they were expecting to receive their healing. That's another place where some people miss it. They pray, but they don't really expect anything to happen. And God can't work with that, dear. You have to give him something he can work with. Praise God. It's called faith. It has expectation and hope. Amen. Each of them had arrived at the place of unwavering faith. Each of them had arrived at the place of unwavering faith. Only God can determine when you have arrived. Yourself and say, well, I think I've arrived here. No, God makes that determination. 
He knows the hearts of everyone. They would not be denied. They would not be denied. They would not give up until they had received the miracle that they needed. They would not give up until they received the miracle that they needed. Every saint must know what God's word declares concerning healing. You got to know some words. Because your faith must be based on the word of God. You cannot stand on emotion. Amen? You must base your prayer of faith on the word of God. So that means that post-Calvary, after Calvary, we do not pray like this. If it be thy will, please heal me. No, we don't do that. Because the word of God clearly expresses to us what God wants. We know what God wills. Amen? When you go to the Lord for your healing, you must know that you know that you know that he has made full provision, full provision for your healing, and that it is his will to heal you. You've got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Each saint must be fully persuaded that the Father has heard you. Only then can you act in faith upon his promises. 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, beginning with verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. See, you have to have confidence in God. That's crucial for the healing to come to pass. You have to have confidence in God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. If we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. Amen. Let's watch Jesus. John chapter 11. 
John chapter 11, beginning with verse 14. John chapter 11, beginning with verse, we're going to watch what Jesus does here. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, fellow disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. Well, he must not have been feeling too hot that day. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh or close to Jerusalem about 15 furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? You got to believe something, saints. She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have ye laid him? 
They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place dead was laid. Now pay attention, saints. Pay attention. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. See, Jesus believed that his father heard him. He even goes on to say, and I knew that thou hearest me always. We've got to believe that God hears us, saints. We have to believe it. Jesus knew that he was heard. And when he had thus when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Hmm, that wasn't a long prayer, now was it? Amen. Each saint must have it settled in their heart and mind that God is able to heal and that what he has promised, he will do. God has bound himself to his word. When you pray according to his word, and continue to speak out his promises in your circumstances, and yes, even in your pain, you can know that your healing will manifest. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers chapter 23, Verse 19, Numbers, Old Testament, chapter 23, verse, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. 
Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Hmm. Perhaps you should answer that. Amen. Our issue in our culture is that there are many remedies claiming that they can heal. So rather than pressing into the presence of God, which would strengthen our faith, people run everywhere to find a quick fix. Amen? Second Kings chapter 1. Second Kings chapter 1. Beginning with verse 5, Kings, Old Testament, chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. This was about a king who was a covenant person. But covenant people don't always do the right thing. Amen? Covenant people don't always make the right choices or the right decisions. Amen? And this is one of those decisions that the covenant man made that wasn't right. Amen? I'm going to start at verse 1. Then Moab, I'm in 2 Kings chapter 1. Then Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. And Ahaziah fell down through a lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria. And say unto them, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that you go to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Hmm, that's interesting. Now therefore, thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. And Elijah departed. And when the messengers turned back unto him, he said unto them, Why are ye now turned back? Why did you return? And they said unto him, There came a man up to meet us, and said unto us, Go, turn again unto the king that sent you, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel? that thou sendest to inquire of 
Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Therefore, thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shall surely die. Amen? Amen. So you see God's point of view here. When we decide we're going to run off without his instruction, without coming to him first, God is not pleased. We must go to our God first. Amen. Each saint must know that they know that God is able to heal your body as he has promised. When you pray the prayer of faith, you must not waver. You must continue to expect and believe God to fulfill his promise, regardless of your circumstances and regardless of the time involved. When you pray the prayer of faith to the Father in the name of Jesus, you must believe that you have received your healing, even though you may not see an outward or physical manifestation of it. When you pray, saints, the prayer of faith to the Father in the name of Jesus you must believe that you have received your healing, even though you may not see an outward or physical manifestation of it. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who his own self, speaking of Jesus, bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Remember, we read that earlier in Isaiah. That we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. Whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes? Ye were healed. Were healed? That's right. The provision was released on Calvary when Jesus said, it is finished. The provision is there. It's like you have a freezer full of food. You have food. But at some point, my love, you must thaw it out. Amen? God loves you. But you have to give some faith. You have to believe. Your mouth has to say the right thing. The right things have come out of your heart. They must be based on the word of God. Amen? When that pain comes shooting through your body, your mouth must release the word of God. If all you can get out at that time is hallelujah, 
start with hallelujah and keep going. Amen. Calvary is done. Jesus said it is finished. And the healing virtue that you need has already been released from God's throne. Many saints are defeated by their own doubt, fears, and unbelief. They believe that the physical response determines if they are healed or not. But that's not the way this works. Amen? You don't look at the outward to determine if you're healed. You're healed because of what Jesus Christ did and the promises that God has made in his word. Chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. Mark chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, and shall not doubt in his heart, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have ever he Therefore I say unto you What things soever ye desire When ye pray, believe When ye pray, believe When ye pray, believe that you receive them And you shall have them Jesus can't lie, you know. Mm-hmm. When did God say to believe that you have received the miracle which you need? After you have received it in the natural and it's fully manifested? No. Jesus said, when you pray, believe. You must believe first in order to take possession of your healing in the spirit until you see the results of it in your body. Amen. Think about that. You must believe first in order to take possession of your healing in the spirit until you see the results of it, it's outworking in your body. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, Ye shall receive. The Lord Jesus has already paid the price for your healing. He is ready and willing. You must reach out in faith to take your healing now. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith is a tangible thing. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. It's the evidence that you have it before you see it with your natural eyes. Faith is the resolute, confident assurance that what God has promised is coming to fruition. It is the certainty that what God, that what we have hoped for is coming toward us, even though we cannot see it yet. It's coming, even though you can't see it yet. When we pray the prayer of faith, we must continue to stand in faith upon the word of God. Speaking God's promises until we see the full manifestation of healing in our body. Again, when we pray the prayer of faith, we must continue to stand in faith upon God's word. Speaking forth God's promises until we see the manifestation in our body. In spite of the circumstances, the symptoms, the pains, we must not be moved, but continue to claim the truth of God's word, that by his stripes we have been healed. On the face of disappointment and discouragement, when our faith is being tested and tried, we must continue to believe and act in faith. We must continue to believe and act in faith, knowing that the work has been done. Amen. We must have unwavering faith, a faith that is tested and tried, a faith that holds fast regardless of the circumstances, a faith that never gives up, a faith that will not be denied. We must rid ourselves of every preconceived idea and notion, all the man-made ideas that contradict God's word concerning faith, and offer to God the prayer of faith based upon his promises. Jesus Christ, our healer, is ready and willing, able to reach out to our body, He always responds to the cry of faith. So cry out in faith and be healed now in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. There are going to be some of you that are going to need to recast this until you can get it down in your spirit. Amen? 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There are going to be some of you who need to recast this. Isn't that right, Brother Bill? Yes, that is, Pastor Sabrina. I'll tell you what, these sermons, if you will just listen, recast. I had something happen to me years ago. We used to live on the third floor of a condo. I had some bumblebee aggravating me in between the third and second floor, and I tried to squat him, and I ended up falling. And my wife was down on the first floor, heard ba-boom. I landed on my hands and knees, and I remembered a sermon that Pastor Pat had preached. Bind the accident spirit, she knew this young man that had been in a car wreck, and shortly after he felt fine, but then he felt the spirit come and break his neck. So as soon as I landed on my hands and knees, I didn't care what noise I heard. I didn't care what pain I felt. I started binding the accident I started binding the pain in Jesus' name. I took some deep breaths and coughed that stuff out, and I asked the Holy Ghost to come in and heal that. I started quoting the healing scriptures, and you know what? I got up with just some scratches on my knees instead of broken bones because I heard some noises when I fell. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I just praise you. Get a hold of this. Recast this, saints, and you will be overcomers as long as you will not get in fear and get in agreement with the devil. As soon as something happens, if you'll react, plead the blood of Jesus. Start fighting. Bind the atmosphere. You'll be shocked what Jesus will do for you. And I just praise you for that, Lord Jesus. I give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise you, Lord Jesus, that you give us power over that. Now, we have some awesome prayer praise reports. I've got to start the one from AK. I really like this one. He said, the Holy Spirit told me to put four or $5 bills from my allowance into my right shoe this morning. I did it, and I found out why later. My dad needed cash to buy me school shirts, and we didn't have time to stop at the bank in the car when we were at the intersection to go to the bank or to the highway to my meeting. I gave him the cash, and he was very excited, but asked why it was so wet. <laughs> I told him because I kept it in my right shoe for a while. If I hadn't given Dad the money, I would I would have been late and would not have been able to meet my teachers or my new friend. I got to meet and have a great time. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, that our children are listening to you, Holy Ghost, that they're doing it your way and not their way. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Sister Nicole has a praise report. I was walking my dog the other day, and the dog watched to go towards, wanted to go towards this lady. So I asked Jesus if it was okay. He said yes. Then the lady said, oh, my gosh, I needed the healing so much from him. I said, do you know who is the greatest and the only healer in all the heavens and earth? Jesus Christ. And she said, oh, God has been sending me Christians. And I said, I can pray for you, for her. And she received Jesus in her heart as Lord and Savior. And I prayed for her to receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And she received the Holy Ghost. I praise God for one more soul in Jesus' kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Jesus for what he's done. See what happens when you do it Jesus' way, saints. In alms has a praise report. After putting a prayer request 
And early this morning around 1, I got relief. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, whenever you have a need, put your prayer request in the prayer room. It is a holy prayer room. Jesus listens, and he answers the prayers. Praise you, Lord. Amori has a praise report. I received a financial blessing, was was able to get the fridge for my dorm room. Thank you, Lord. It's just what I needed. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, he does supply all of our needs. LDL has a report. I received prayer for my health this past June. Battled high stress and trials on the job last November. The menstrual cycles went missing and showed up twice here and there. I know it was oppression. Since Pastor prayed, the Lord heard and things have been back on track. I did nothing special. No supplements, no science remedies, no natural remedies, no walking sad I know is usually <laughs> as those things I used to do. Thank you, Lord. He just healed me. I praise his name. Praise you, praise you, praise you. That is just awesome. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Wonderful praise report. RT has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for my sibling healing and recovery. Out of ICU and in a regular room now, his blood sugar was 1,100 in ER the other day. The staff were amazed how quickly it started going down. God has been so good to him, miracle after miracle. He lives at assisted living, but now goes three days a week to clean up at the church. He used to eat at a Christian church. Now his levels are under 270 and slowly going down. Praise be to God. When I think of all the things God has done, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord, for another miracle. We just praise you for that. And Nina has a, a, a praise report. She had prayed. Oh, I, I'm sorry. We did this one last time. Here we go. Nina has a praise report. My friend D was trying to get to the insurance company to pay a medical bill. She was finally in contact with someone who researched it and called her back the next day. She told her to tear up the bill, and now that she owes nothing, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Lori, I praise God for healing me and spending time with Amanda's dad. I got to bring his I got to bring his understanding up about our history, and God healed my back and sent my income tax return exactly what I would have. What I would have, even though my workman's comp claim got denied, God allowed Pastor to pray on Sunday for our healing just in time. I needed to go back to work. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Another one that was healed. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Wow. NK has a praise report. I let the new school AK has enrolled in know how staunchy and opposed I was regarding students' online classes and having parents listen in on the live classes. They were totally new in the group, and the devil immediately started messing with me after I stated my position, but it turns out that the administration was pleased with our family's perspective. Our input somewhat influenced their decision to totally ban recording of parental attendance. 
That's a huge victory for freedom of speech and privacy in our life. Amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And praise our household has been in tension for weeks as my husband avoided doing what God told him to do. A.K. and I were suffering. And tonight I even had an outburst with a lot of my pressure. My husband called in and got to talk to the pastor. And the sun has broke through the clouds. Praise Jesus that Pastor took the call and giving him encouragement. Praise you, Lord Jesus, and thank you, Lord, for the encouragement and the hope. Praise you, Lord. You're always there to help us when we need your help. Jackie B. has a praise report. Thank you, Father God, for answering my prayer of earlier this week for recuperation of income loss owed to me. Thank you for giving me favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man when I went to the payroll department to inquire on the missing earnings. I was met with respect and individuals willing to help. A direct contrast from my previous visits to all the pay to the payroll department. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Nina says, Thank you, Father, for showing my family favor and releasing your grace upon our financial matters. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord. I thank you for the new opportunity and let your will be done. Penny H. has a praise report. My son and I are doing so much better. No temperatures, but still have fatigue. I thank you, Father, for your protection and help. And Amy has a praise report. I handled a poisonous weed without knowing it. The weed grows as a giant weed over the fence from the neighbor's yard where the weeds were hanging over on my side. So I started to cut the weed by placing into a long care bag into a long <clears throat> long care bag. There we go. Thank you, Jesus. Something told me to start pleading the blood of Jesus, so I did. I had no worries. Found out later that it was pokey weed, very toxic, that you should cover up first. Well, the blood of Jesus was my cover, and that was a few weeks ago. Thank you, God, for protecting me, and thank you, Jesus, for your priceless, powerful blood. Yes, that blood is the best antiseptic. That blood is the best burn ointment. That blood heals all wounds. It's amazing what that blood will do for you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Trish has a praise report. Thank you for your agreement prayer, saints. I posted a prayer about a giant. The biggest I've ever seen, a nine-inch moth on the exterior wall of my, by my front door. I started doing warfare, and the Holy Spirit led me to anoint my home with olive oil. It departed sometime after that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Debbie has a praise report. I placed a prayer request for rain last week. The following day it rained. And today it is raining even more. The temperature is so pleasant, and all is being refreshed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And D47 has a praise report. Thank you, Father God, for making a way out of no way for me to have transportation to and from work last week. I appreciate all your help just like you did it before you can do it again. And I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. YDM has a praise report. The internet 
construction crew arrived unexpectedly this morning to put up a tab on the telephone pole after they arrived six weeks early. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your agreement, prayer saints. Praise you, Lord. Ariana has a praise report. I've been seeking the Lord on a certain matter in 11th grade. I was given a substitute teacher for the day, which we had all types of her ungodliness in, in her room and gave crystals out to students. I didn't want to get her as my active teacher this year, so I did my warfare thinking I was going to get her this year. I prepared myself for intense warfare. However, the Lord blessed me with a teacher whose wall was blank and knows what he's doing. He had the same name as the teacher, so I had a bit of misunderstanding. They both had the same names. Thank you, Lord, for the provision in the matter. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Amy has a praise report two Sundays ago during Pastor Sabrina's spiritual warfare. She mentioned about demonic animals visiting our homes and forbid them to return and cut off their heads. Well, Tiff and I had been dealing with two small birds sitting on the top stoops columns every night and leaving piles of poop everywhere in the morning to clean. Well, they've been gone ever since Sunday spiritual warfare. Thank you, Pastor, and praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Sister Nicole has a praise report I get. Thanks and praise. This is truly a prayer room. I was having suicidal thoughts earlier and was binding, but was not getting anywhere. I put a prayer request and they went away. I was able to pray more tonight and getting better. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And here's an important praise report. Dina says, Liz Cheney was defeated. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for all these wonderful, awesome praise reports. And I just give you praise, glory, and honor for all these. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. These are just awesome praise reports. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all these praise reports. Now, for those of you that have these praise reports that I haven't heard yet, well, I'm still waiting to hear them, you know. I'm looking forward to hearing them. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to go to the guest call-in for a little bit. Area code 229, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, Dr. Sabrina. This is Jackie B. Praise God. I am calling because I am requesting prayer. Um, it's two things that I, uh, well, one is a question, really. Um, my uh, ex-husband, uh, that's a wizard that I, you know, the Lord blessed me to know and to realize um, I thank God for bringing me through the situations that I was going through with the witchcraft. That's a blessing through your ministry. I have came a long way. But um, I've been granted um, alimony for life through the divorce. And um, all of a sudden it just stopped. But it was going through the courts. That's how I was receiving it. And all of a sudden it just stopped. So that's my question because he has a problem with me having a new home. 
of my own and through the voices I certainly be outside my bedroom window that's always traveling. But I praise God because that's gotten weaker, Pastor, but I could still hear him at times. He'd be cursing Jesus Christ's name. He'd be saying, open the door, open the door. He said, I have he never knew I had so much Holy Ghost. He said, you won't open the door. I don't even have nothing to even uh, criticize you about because you don't have no doors open. I don't know you live so holy. You know, just all of those kind of remarks that he'd be cursing God's name. My prayer is that that would cease and that is the alimony stop personally just because he wanted to stop because he called my son or my son related to me that he said I won't be getting alimony because he had an accident on a scooter and you know I just want prayer about that and and for God to give me answers because I've been praying very hard all right Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ this wizard and his girlfriend, and all of his associates mm-hmm. in your hands. He has cursed your holy name, Lord Jesus. And it doesn't appear he's going to make heaven. Nonetheless, our sister was awarded alimony for life. So we step beyond the natural court of man. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we request from the righteous judge his adjudications concerning her alimony payments in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Yes. We know that we have the petitions that we've asked for. We ask, Father, for a restarting of her alimony payment. Father, yes. for uncovering the wickedness that he did to stop them and the lie that he told in Jesus' name. We bind up his lies and we bind him in the name of Jesus. We bind his evil works and the works of all those wicked persons that work with him in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your direct intervention. We thank you for avenging our sister. Hey, hallelujah. In Jesus' we thank you, Lord, for providing all of her need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We thank you. We give you praise. We call it done. We thank you for the holy resolution, the righteous resolution in this situation in Jesus' name. I release yeah, the peace no. of God to oh, our yeah. sister in the Thank name you, of Jesus Christ. Thank you, I Jesus. Hallelujah. the peace of God to our sister in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. God bless you, too. You're Thank you. God bless you. Love you. Area code 407, you're on the air, in Jesus' name. Hello. All right, that person has stepped away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, Lord. Okay.
I have a little praise report, a very little praise report. Uh, Yesterday, someone that I think very highly of had a little accident with with some coffee. And by the time we got off the phone, I went to check my own, and my coffee maker quit working. So I did some warfare. And uh, I laid hands on the coffee maker. So before the end of the day had come, my coffee maker was working, as it should. And I decided to give it a little cleaning, and it worked even better. So you see, God will work in some of the most, some of the smallest things that we have to deal with. Some people like to relegate talking to God uh, for something they think is big, whatever big is to them. But you see, God never said that he wouldn't answer prayers that doesn't seem so big to you. So there you have it. God is blessing even with the coffee maker. And we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning that is, okay, Lord. Is this the right one? Yeah, this is the right one. With parts of the U.S. Southwest suffering their worst drought conditions in more than a millennium, the federal government has ordered reductions in Colorado River water allotments to the states of Arizona and Nevada as well as to Mexico. The water cuts will begin in January and will hit Arizona the hardest reducing its Colorado River allotment by 21%, or 592,000 acre-feet. The U.S. Department of the Interior announced on Tuesday, Nevada faces an 8% cut, or 25,000 acre-feet, while water flows to the south of the U.S.-Mexico border, it will be reduced by 7% or 104,000 acre-feet. California, which draws more than one-third of the river's water, won't see any cut to the 4.4 million acre-feet of water that it receives annually. The announcement comes one year after the federal government declared an unprecedented water shortage in Lake Mead and the lower Colorado River Basin, protending Supply cut. A Colorado River compact signed in 1922 governs water management affecting seven states, California, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, Wyoming, and Mexico. Water levels in in Lake Mead, which was created when the Hoover Dam was built, on the Nevada-Arizona border to dam the Colorado River in the 1930s are projected by January to fall to a record low of 1,047 feet, meeting the standards, the government standards for Tier 2 shortage. The massive lake, which helped supply water to more than 25 million Americans, was down to just 7% of its capacity as of last month compared with 37% a year ago. 
A study released earlier this year by the National Climate Change Journal found that the U.S. Southwest has suffered its driest 22-year period in at least 1,200 years. Lake Mead is fed by the Colorado River, and its supplies are strained by overuse even under normal weather conditions. Arizona and Nevada rank number two and three, respectively, among the fastest-growing U.S. states. Every sector in every state has a responsibility to ensure the water is used with maximum efficiency, said the Assistant U.S. Secretary for Water and Science. In order to avoid catastrophic collapse of the Colorado River system and a future uncertainty and conflict, water use in the basin must be reduced. So we hand that to the righteous judge, and we request his righteous adjudications, and we thank him for them. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning The Americans were preparing to pull their troops out of Afghanistan for months, but the operation still turned out to be a disaster. Footage of young Afghans clinging to Lockheed C-5 Galaxy cargo planes at Kabul Airport went viral all over the world. And although it seems these images have vanished from mainstream discourse, the consequences of those events are yet to come. Experts were asked what President Joe Biden's first and most important foreign policy decision cost his administration. The Cold War was full of symbols. One of the most striking of these was footage of U.S. military personnel pushing helicopters off the landing deck of the destroyer USS Kirk in the Mekong Gulf in 1975. The helicopters had been operated by pilots taking part in the U.S. military mission in South Vietnam who were removing diplomatic staff from a besieged Saigon along with their families. They no longer planned to return to the burning capital, so the expensive aircraft were sunk in the South China Sea. Watchers on the deck of the Kirk were a striking albeit isolated, case of such an incident being caught on camera. The multi-day flight of thousands of people fearing the Islamic dictatorship of the Taliban, who were rapidly taking control of Kabul, was shown on all social networks. The situation was exacerbated by a terrorist attack in the now almost forgotten of the art. On August 26, an explosion was heard in an airport terminal building packed with refugees. Approximately 170 civilians and 13 American servicemen were killed. At the same time, the world was inundated by videos of groups of grim men in, in turbans sitting at tables in the government offices of the presidential palace. Kalashnikov assault rifles from all over the world, as well as American M4s and Swiss SGs seen in the frame. George W. Bush, who started the Afghan war, promised to quickly end the scarcely comprehensible conflict launched 
as a response to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. But this did not work out for him, nor for his successors, Barack Obama or Donald Trump. It was clear to both the military and politicians that it was probably impossible to do so without suffering critical losses. Trump came closest to withdrawing troops by concluding an agreement with the Taliban that was criticized in the United States. But his defeat in the presidential election prevented him from finishing the job. As a result, responsibility for the exodus of Americans from Afghanistan fell on Joseph Biden, who had already studied the problem as vice president under Obama and firmly linked his faith with this operation during the election race. Referring to a report by the Washington Watson Institute, a Washington Post article on the troop withdrawal noted that 71,000 civilian Afghans and Pakistanis had died in the war over 20 years. The drone strike that followed the terrorist attack at the airport claimed the lives of 10 civilians, but was one of the last, if the recent, August 2022. Elimination of al-Qaeda leader, we talked about him later, who was recognized as a terrorist, isn't counted. The agreements of the Taliban and the chaotic evacuation from Kabul were the first significant foreign policy steps of the new Democratic Democrat administration after Trump left the White House. And, most likely, they have become a time bomb for the electoral prospects of the current cabinet and the top tier of the Democratic Party in general. At least experts interviewed hold this view. This was an important turning point in American history the consequences of which will take several decades to see. In a narrower sense, the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan turned out to be the defining point of the entire policy of the Biden administration. It was a watershed moment. The chief researcher at the Institute for U.S. and Canadian Studies of the Russian Academy of Sciences in Moscow said, first of all, it caused a split in American society and American and the American political elite. There was polarization in the assessment of this event on the part of both parties and their leaders. In words and maybe in deeds, the Democrats supported this initiative. Biden took full responsibility, believing that he had ended this 20-year war, which it cost the Americans a trillion dollars, the expert added. According to Vazilev, representatives of the Republican Party still consider the evacuation from Afghanistan comparable to the exit from South Vietnam and Southeast Asia in the mid-1970s. In their pre-election narrative, this can still be used as justification to demand either the voluntary early resignation of the incumbent president or even his impeachment if a favorable political situation develops. According to Reuters, Biden's current approval rating barely reaches 40%, whereas 55% of Americans are dissatisfied with his actions. The disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan could be the starting point of the downfall of the Democrats. The ongoing pandemic tensions in Asia and an imminent economic recession are also contributing to the president's declining popularity. 
Nancy Pelosi's recent Asian tour may just have been an attempt to rectify the situation for the party. While before the truth withdrawal, most Americans supported Biden, maybe blindly, maybe due to inertia, Afghanistan changed everything, he said. Since then, his degree of public support has fallen sharply and is now at a critically low level. And today we could even say this trend is irreversible. According to available data, including an analysis by auditors from the public organization Open the Books, the U.S. military left up to 650,000 weapons to the rapidly advancing Taliban forces. This includes 350,000 modern M4 assault rifles and obsolete M16, 65,000 machine guns, 25,000 submachine guns, and 2,500 mortar launchers. According to the organization's estimates, the Americans left up to 22,000 Humvees and 110 UH-60 Black Hawk combat helicopters. Even if these figures are an exaggeration, and it seems to be the case, it is logical to assume that withdrawing all of America's remaining troops within just a week after pumping the entire region with weapons for 20 years would result in precisely this outcome. Army General Austin Miller, a special forces soldier who was in charge of the troops in Afghanistan, demonstratively handed over his command before the start of the troop withdrawal and now works as an advisor in a private company. We can only call what happened a withdrawal operation with <laughs> with a grain of salt. In fact, it was a genuine escape with allies thrown under the bus. Afghans who worked for the Americans, mountains of weapons worth billions of dollars, helicopters and vehicles were all abandoned. It's hard to call this an withdrawal operation. Director of the Foundation for the Study of the United States of the Moscow State University said this flight marked a turning point for the Biden administration after which its approval rating plummeted and never rebounded. After that, no matter what the White House took on, it ended up the same way, in failure. And in this sense, it is a symbolic act that lays bare all the contradictions in America's relations with many countries and reveals its attitude toward former allies. The failure of a- in Afghanistan put an end to the administration's domestic political ambitions. One year on, the cabinet has been unable to implement any of the major policy initiatives in its domestic agenda. Given the circumstances, the Biden administration justified the withdrawal by saying, We are leaving Afghanistan to focus our actions on countering Russia and China. Despite all of its adventurism and absurdity, this line began to be implemented and provoked the Russian side to take forceful measures. This goes to show that the United States can do this to any of the protégés, allies, or clients that they supported, he said, pointing to a century-old tradition of U.S. foreign policy. They have abandoned Afghanistan completely. They don't provide it with any financial support or even humanitarian aid. 
This is also an example for Pakistan to keep in mind. In light of the unsuccessful end of the war in Afghanistan, he questions the Democratic Party's perspectives for retaining control in both chambers of Congress in the upcoming election. The 2020 mandate has been exhausted, he said. Approval ratings, well, never mind. They can climb, but since then, we have not seen an upswing, no fluctuation. To say that no one noticed the setback in Afghanistan would be a mistake. I think the images of the departing plane and the people falling from it are still engraved in everyone's memory, he said. Comparing this with the Vietnam flight of 1975, he makes one distinction. At that time, the U.S. troops had been truly defeated. There was no defeat here. What happened was a demonstration of a lack of any common strategy or clear position. The fact that the troops were withdrawn was not the problem, but how it was carried out and the consequences it has led to both for Afghanistan and the rest of the world. That's what we need to talk about. He believes that the troop withdrawal has weakened America's position in the Middle East. The general image of the United States as a country that can bring something positive has disappeared in the region. According to him, an an investigation into the matter still lies ahead, after which there will be a big shakeup in the U.S. State Department. This is a problem that has been kind of put off, he said. So far, no one has been held accountable. The Republicans tried to initiate this through Congress, but only a special bipartisan commission can identify the people responsible and give a real assessment. And as of today, there's been none. It's like the collapse of the Soviet Union. There is the fact that it happened, but everyone has to figure out why for themselves. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning entities with COVID-19 vaccine mandates that don't pay heed to the new uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidance will face lawsuits a civil civil liberties lawyer says. We don't have a new lawsuit in the works yet, but if we see that colleges and universities and public employers are not responding to this new CDC guidance the way that they should be, then we would certainly tee up a new lawsuit. Michael Chenoweth, president and general counsel at the New Civil Liberties Alliance, said, The response to the updated guidance should be, at minimum, a lifting of mandates for people who have recovered from COVID-19, he added. Such people have a high level of protection against severe illness and death, according to a number of studies. Many studies indicate the protection is higher than that of the COVID-19 vaccines, including one study funded by the CDC. The CDC issued updated guidance on August 11th, stating in part that risk for illness from COVID-19 is considerably reduced by immunity derived from vaccination, previous infection, or both. Persons who have had COVID-19 but are not vaccinated have some degree of protection against severe illness from their previous infection. The public health agency rolled back quarantine recommendations for people regardless of vaccination status, citing the high amount of immunity in the U.S. population from vaccination, prior infection, or both. 
since virtually all entities that have imposed mandates have cited CDC guidance, the entities won't be able to argue they aren't aware of the updated guidance, according to Chenoweth. This means that any institute that does institution that doesn't alter or rescind its mandate in light of the update is ripe for a lawsuit, he said, because the thing that the judges have said so far is that it, it, it was rational for these employers to follow CDC guidance, but now the guidance is different. And if they're now going forward with these mandates, for example, against people who have natural immunity, in the teeth of the CDC guidance on that question, then I think it's going to be much harder for them to win even a rational basis challenge to their policies. The new Civil Liberties Alliance has brought lawsuits against Michigan State University, the U.S. government, Fairfax County Public Schools, George Mason University, Rhode Island officials over mandates that the legal group says are illegal. They have focused on how entities aren't granting exemptions people with proof that they've recovered from COVID-19. While one of these cases won the plaintiff an exemption from the mandate, judges have ruled against many others, often tracing the mandate to CDC guidance. Plaintiffs have the burden of negating every rational basis that supports the MSU vaccine mandate, and the court finds that they have failed to do so. U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney, a George W. Bush appointee, wrote in February as he dismissed the suit. CDC guidance is clear. Vaccination remains the safest and primary strategy to prevent SARS-CoV-2 infections, he added. In achieving MSU's stated legitimate goal of protecting its students and staff from COVID-19, it was plainly rational in July 2021 when MSU established the policy. For MSU to rely on CDC guidance and require students and staff to receive the COVID vaccination. The CDC has long maintained that vaccination is superior to natural immunity and urged people with natural immunity to get vaccinated. Even though many studies show that natural immunity provides better protection than vaccination, and some suggest that people who recovered from COVID-19 are at a higher risk of side effects if they do get a vaccine. Moreover, some experts say getting vaccinated after recovery doesn't make sense because the increase in protection is negligible. Others, Though others say the increase is worth the risk. Chenoweth said the CDC should have updated its guidance in 2021. I think it's remarkable that it's taken the CDC this long to come around to admitting the science on this topic. The science was there at least a year ago when we started litigating the issue of whether or not folks with natural immunity should be subjected to vaccine mandates, he said. A CDC spokeswoman said in an email that the update was based on having more tools such as treatments that were available in 2020 and the reality that nearly the entire U.S. adult population now has some level of immunity, either due to vaccination, past infection, or both. We also have a better understanding of who is at higher risk for getting very sick with COVID-19 and ways we can help protect them from severe disease. With more tools to protect ourselves and our communities from severe illness, 
from COVID-19 like vaccination boosters and treatments, we have increased protection and flexibility for the future. CDC's commitment to addressing COVID-19 is strong, and as a nation, we continue to respond to evolving challenges and identify best practices related to COVID-19, she said. The spokesperson didn't respond when asked why the guidance wasn't updated in 2021. Chenoweth said courts would be made aware of the new guidance, including appeals courts weighing the appeal in the MSU case. In another case, Dr. Stephen Scully, Jr., a surgeon in Rhode Island, will up the update will be incorporated and amended complaint. So the Lord sent me to this information today, and he wants us to present him with a uh, request for adjudications, and we are so doing tonight according to his wishes. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you said, didn't we pray about this before? That's what I said. But, you know, when God has us do it again, he's doing something new in it. Amen? He's got something else he wants to do. So we obey. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Marshall. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the full price you paid when you hung on that tree for each of us. And thank you for interceding for each of us continually. Thank you for that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. You said, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. And we do take responsibility and repent and renounce all the nasty little spirits that any of us have entertained, Father God. At least I have in the past. And some people connected and related to me might have. I don't know. Their hearts, Lord, you, you're the only one that knows our hearts. Just like Dr. Sabrina said earlier. And it says it in your word over and over again. Only God knows our hearts. And you want our hearts to change. You want our hearts to be after your heart. You love all the people, Father. You love the children. Jesus was moved with what? Compassion over and over again. What does that compassion represent? That represents he yielded to the Father. Because God is love. And Jesus is the expression, the visible expression of the invisible God. We thank you, Jesus, for hanging on that tree. Thank you for taking all of our curses as we repent and renounce. And I do take responsibility to repent and renounce every spirit of selfishness, idolatry, and procrastination and slothfulness and every other ungodly spirit, Father God, <clears throat> including spirits of thinking, perhaps I've arrived when I'm just a work in progress like everybody else. We thank you, Father, that you use all of us and you use us in different ways and you're changing all of us. We thank you for chasing. You hasten and chasten your word to make known. You chasten your children. You do a really good job, Lord. So we're not, none of us are bastards because you're chasing us all, Lord. We thank you for doing so. And we have that opportunity to take advantage of 1 John 1, 9. We do, do, do take responsibility, repent, renounce all personal sins, including spirits of selfishness kind of with that, and idolatry, Father. We ask you to deliver us all and all those in authority that can be reached, Father God, by your spirit. If you can grant them the gifts of repentance, acknowledging the truth that they will recover themselves from the snare of the devil, all those involved in all the shenanigans, with the withdrawal in was less than an ideal way from Afghanistan, Father God, and particularly the follow-up with the people that were left there. Some of them were Americans, not just the, whatever they were, 12 or 13 servicemen kind of that were murdered, Father God, because we did it the wrong way. And all those people, as Pastor Sabrina just talked about, they were trying to hang on the airplane as the 
as the cargo plane was trying to take off from Kabul. Father God, we ask for your divine intervention. We do pray for all the children, the children in America, the children of Afghanistan, and all the children in all over the world, the children that are being ushered into this country, Father God, many different ways, a lot through the southern border and distributed diligently by the Biden regime all over this country in buses and in, in charter planes. Father, we pray for all the children, the children that were in, 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 in Afghanistan. Father God, those people that were um, learning what, what the people from America had good things. Some of them had good things. Some of the soldiers and the people there had good things to teach them, Father God, that they, they found out, hey, there's the real God. Just like, just like Naaman found out, hey, there's only one real God. But some of them were worshiping a false god before that. They came to, to real faith, Father God. And we thank you for honoring their faith. And we thank you for protecting them and delivering them. Continue to protect and deliver them, Father God. And all those in this country that have been be- be- deceived by the bewitching spirits, Father God, trying to operate through politics and various things, Father God, we realize that, that we're in a spiritual warfare, Father God, but it's manifesting in a psychological warfare. It's manifesting with fascist elements, Father God, in this nation, and I think in many of the nations, Father God, and all those people that would have the global elite think, well, we're going we're gonna to pull the strings just like we've done before. We're going to tell people what they're going to do, and they're going to obey us because we're little gods and they're nothing. Well, that's not true. They're liars. They're controlled by that same spirit that was controlling Naaman originally. They're puffed up with pride and anger. They hate people that have given their hearts to Jesus. And why did they do that? Because they have a false god in them. They have a nasty, nasty spirit in them, Father. And if you can get a hold of Saul of Tarsus, and you did, rather dramatically, Father God, on the road to Damascus, we ask you to get a hold of those, Father God, that you can reach. And you know who they are. Some of them are our neighbors, Father God, different people in authority, Father God, the different people that are teaching in schools and universities, different people that are teaching in private schools as well as public schools, Father God. And those people, Father God, well, you know, I'm just doing my job. You know, they told me to teach critical race theory and because they think it's going to help people to, to be able to get over their sexual confusion if we just do it their way. Well, we bind all those spirits of confusion, Father God. All those mind-blinding spirits, all those eye-blocking spirits, you, Satan, the mind-blinder, are bound. You, the strong man, are perpetually bound, and all your underlings are perpetually bound, according to Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19, and according to kind of Matthew 12, 29, as well as Mark 3, 27. We first bind the strong man. You, Satan, are bound, and every one of your spirits that can be killed, still, and destroyed are continually, perpetually bound. Cut out a bit, trying to manifest not just in the people in authority in this nation, the United States of America, and in the United Kingdom, otherwise known as England, and in Europe, every nation, in the European Union, all those people that were part of the European Union that are not getting along so well these days, as uh, George Soros's uh, global plan of flooding the nations uh, with all these people being flooded into Switzerland, uh, not Switzerland so much as uh, Sweden, excuse me, Sweden and Italy and and, and uh, particularly in France and in Germany, that there are more people from from uh, kind of the Middle East, perhaps in Sweden, than there were native Sw- uh, Swedes. Father God, you you've done uh, going to, you've seen what's going on. You know exactly what's going on, Father God. We ask for your divine help, Father God, in every one of these areas, particularly the things that are trying those spirit beings and those people that have yielded their hearts to Satan that are trying to control the weather and the atmosphere contrary to your perfect plan, Father God. When Pat Holiday arrived in, 
in Ghana some years ago. They had a call to prayer from one of those prayer towers that worship a false god. And she was quite weary after a very long flight from Florida all the way to um, the west coast of Africa, Father. She said, Father, would you would you be able to, could you, not could be able, would you send a spirit to break the machines they're using and, and cause that machine to be perpetually, continually broken so they can never fix it? Calling people to prayer to worship a false god, the one that they say that God has no son, or Father God commands us to believe in the name of his son, the, the God of Islam, which is just one of many false gods that people worship. It's not the only false god. There are people that go to, to Masonic lodges that worship false gods. There are people that go to kind of Christian science buildings that worship false gods. Many people, and some people even call themselves Christians. But are they? You know each one's heart, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father God, if you honor Pat Holiday's prayer, Father, and you did, you sent an angel, whatever you sent, Father God, and you broke that machine, and they've never been able to fix it. That white woman came to Ghana, Father God, and that machine, they've never been able to call people to prayer from the prayer tower, Father God, in that, in that area, in that city, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, because we don't need to hear the d- demonic uh, p- appeals to false gods, Father God. And we th- thank you, Father God. If you can do that, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. So we ask you to send whatever obedient angels, Father God, your amazing, amazing, obedient angels. Even as Jesus said, he could ask you for more than 12 legions of angels in Matthew. Cut up that up a quote that at 2653. Cut up And we do thank you for the angel, Lord, that encamp with rent about them, that fears you, Lord, and delivers them according to Psalm 34-7. But we also know, Father God, cut up that that the prophet said in in Second uh, Kings six sixteen and following, they're more with us than they're with them. So Father, Jesus said the things He has done, we will do, and greater things than us. And in agreement, according to Matthew eighteen nineteen, <clears throat> in agreement with Your Word, Lord, we ask You to send Your angels to break the machines that they're using, Father God. Those that are spewing chemicals into the atmosphere, as not just Tammy, but many of us are aware of. And we've had some family members who say, of course, chemtrails are bogus. That's just one of those conspiracy theories. Now, that was a term they came up with, what, what, the CIA? To try and put people on false trails? To say, oh, we're so smart. We know that, 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 that you're dumb, but you're smart, Lord. That Satan, there's only one intelligent God, and that's the God who made all of us by his word, spoke us all into being. <clears throat> And you said in that, that last verse, oh, there it is, oh, there it is this Jude, verse 25, the only wise God, our Savior, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Not just 20,000 years or 2,000 or 2,000 years ago, 500 years ago, right now. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your arm's not too short to save. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So send your obedient angels, Father God, to stop them from spewing nasty chemicals, whether out of drones or planes that are flown by pilots. And we ask you to bring conviction on the pilots. I know some of them don't realize what they're doing, Father God. Grant them the gifts of repentance if they need it, Father. And also, Father God, those people that are running heart machines wherever they are, in the kind of in different nations, Father God, in Northern Europe and in, in Alaska and different places, all these heart machines that try to con- take all that stuff they spewed into the atmosphere and trying to control to steer control storms and weather, which is why they've had this ridiculous drought in the West Coast. 
is that from you? I think you're allowing the judgment to come on this country, Father God. And I know that's why we need to repent. Because how many children need to be murdered, Father God? How many children need to be murdered in the womb? And now they want to murder them in California even after they're born? How, how many children need to be sacrificed to Satan? All the, whatever, there are 40,000 children, unaccompanied minors being brought across the southern border every single month, Father God, and bust and, and shipped by plane all over the place. 200 and more than 200 uh, unaccompanied minors in a plane load being dropped off who knows where in different cities. <clears throat> Father God, deliver all their children. Deliver all their children, Father God. Some of them don't have, some of their parents might have thought, oh, they're going to go to America. They'll have a wonderful outcome. They, they, this man promised me. He seemed like such a nice guy. And I only had to give him my last, my last goat or my last, you know, harvest of corn or something so that they take my daughter up there to, to a wonderful promised land. But he doesn't know what happened to his daughter. And she didn't know what was awaiting her loss. We pray for all the children, the boys and the girls that have been shipped all over the country, Father God, from all over the nation, Father God. And we ask you to deliver them, Father, from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy who want to use the blood to sacrifice to Satan. We cancel that assignment of the blood sacrifice of the children, Father God, as we repent, renounce all the sins of ignorance and apathy, Father God. People are not standing up against all the people of the global elites connected with Planned Parenthood and all the rest of it, Father God. And those people trying to bring in ungodly control of the weather and atmosphere, even as Lyndon Johnson, as well as Al Gore, very clearly pointed out publicly, Father God, this is not done in secret, Father God. Although a lot of people say, oh, it, it, it couldn't be true. Why is it then called the dimming available from, what's it called, geoengineeringwatch.org? The dimming. And it's not fun, but it's unfortunately... Uh, some good insights, Father God. Many people, like Tammy, realize what we need to do. So we bind every one of those spirits, Father God, and we ask you to break all the machines they're using, whether they're in the airplanes, whether they're in the heart machines or any other type of machines, Father God, trying to control the weather and the atmosphere to cause ridiculous drought in the West, Father God, which some people may say spread to the middle, Midwest, Father God. We bind all the word curses spoken by people, even well-intentioned scientists, Father God. So, oh, yes, this could get deeper. It could, but it doesn't have to because... You can redeem us instantly in the moment, in the flash, in the moment of, of time, Father God, because we were all sinners until we came to you. We're all sinners until you washed us from our sins in your own blood. We're all sinners until we got to repent and bow down and worship you. The Father seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth. You said, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. So we come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need with our big brother Jesus. And what's on the throne of grace? That blood of sprinkling. What was sprinkled on the mercy seat? The blood. What was under the blood? Oh, the law. But your mercy trumps, covers, covers over the law. Because you don't count our sin against us when we turn about, turn and say, no, I'm going the other direction. I used to worship ungodly fear. I used to worship fear and selfishness and taking anxious thought for tomorrow. But I don't do that anymore. I'm a new creature in Christ. And we thank you for the praise reports, Father. Thank you. I prayed. A light wasn't working. I prayed, demanded a thing to leave, and the light worked. Father God, and months, well, actually, three years ago, I had a dentist tell me, Sabrina wanted some praise reports. I had a dentist tell me, oh, yes, you have this terrible thing. Abscess is going to be awful. Yeah, it's going to go up into your eye socket. You'll be blind, and your teeth will be terrible and all that. And I said, I just 
quoted the scripture to him, Father. I wasn't saying I absolutely guarantee I'm healed. I just realized that I had a dentist promise me to fix something, and he wasn't able to do it. But we have confidence in you, Lord, rather than confidence in man, because that's what you told us to do, Father God. And why do we have confidence in you? Because of the blood of the covenant, Father, in Jesus' name. But now in Christ Jesus, you are sometimes or far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. In the past, we weren't partakers in that covenant, but now we are because Jesus shed his blood because we receive his mercy. And we receive that mercy, that blood of sprinkling. And we, we come before you because of the blood of the covenant, Father. And we ask you to, for your divine intervention concerning the weather, concerning what's being done to try and harm the children, Father God, big children, little children. Not just in the southwest, Father God. Not just in Colorado area. People that, people that would lose not just the ability to be able to flush their toilet if they if they divert the different water and shut off the water from the Hoover Dam and all the the, the enemy has plans. Oh, they have reasons why they want the people to not have water. They don't want them to grow their own food. Do you know we need water to grow our food? If it doesn't rain, they need to augment it. How do we do that? So, Father, we ask for your divine help and for all these situations, Father God, and the people that know that they, their buddies over there, the buddies that the guy who runs, trying to run California, he's all hooked up with the CCP. And maybe they have eyes on the, on the United States, especially the fertile farmland, Father God, because they have more people than they have food. So, Father God, they have plans. They don't have good plans, Father God. We ask of this a lot of people in, in China, wonderful Christians, Father God. But some of their leaders are not so wonderful. If you can save their souls, save their souls. If not, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God, in Jesus' name. And why? It's because of the bloody covenant in the name of the Lord Jesus. We intercome boldly before your throne of grace in time of need, Father, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. And we have a holy, holy, we don't fear the devil, but we have a holy fear of you. We'll let now them that fear the Lord say, like it says, verse 4, that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore, will I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than than to be confident in man. Better to trust in the living God than to be confident in But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They promised me about, yea, they promised me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They promised me about, like seeds, they are quenched with the fire of sword. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Thou hast brought thorns that are my fault. But the Lord, the Lord is my strength and and has become my salvation. Thank you, Lord. You are our strength.
blast which consumed them as double. And when the blast the blast died off, the waters were gathered